The Elections to the National Assembly by Rosa Luxemburg, 23rd December 1918. After their glorious victory at the Congress of Workers and Soldiers Councils, Abert's people think that their masterstroke against the power of the councils, against the proletarian, revolution and socialism has been successful. They will be proven wrong. It is now a matter of ensuring this plan of the counter-revolution comes to nothing, of stymieing this action by the defenders of capitalism by means of the revolutionary action of the masses. Just as we use the infamous Prussian three-class franchise in order to fight against the parliament based on that franchise from within that parliament, so too we will use the National Assembly elections to fight against the National Assembly. But this is certainly the limits of the analogy. Today, for genuine advocates of the revolution and socialism, participation in the National Assembly can have nothing in common with the traditional approach, the customary use of Parliament in order to achieve so-called positive gains. There is no need for the old routinism of Parliament, no need to touch up legislative pr proposals with minor amendments and cosmetic changes, no need to assess our strength and stage a review of our supporters. No need for whatever reasons may be found in all the well-known clichés from the age of the bourgeois parliamentary treadmill, or may be found in the vocabulary of Hasse and his comrades. We are now in the midst of a revolution. And the National Assembly is a counter-revolutionary stronghold built in opposition to the revolutionary proletariat. It is therefore a matter of attacking the stronghold and raising it to the ground. The National Assembly elections and the platform of the National Assembly must be used to mobilise the masses against the National Assembly and rally them for the sharpest of struggles. Not to make laws with the bourgeoisie and its protectors, but to drive the bourgeoisie and its protectors out of the temple. To storm the stronghold of the counter-revolution and to victoriously raise above it the banner of proletarian revolution. That is why participation in the elections is needed. If a majority needed in the National Assembly to accomplish this, this is believed only by those who subscribe to parliamentary cretinism and who want to decide the fate of the revolution and socialism through parliamentary majorities. Even the fate of the National Assembly itself is not decided by the parliamentary majority in the National Assembly, but by the proletarian masses outside, by the factories and on the street. It would suit the gentlemen around Ebert Hasser, the Junkers, the capitalists and the hangers-on if they could be left to their own devices and the revolutionary proletarians may do with playing the role of onlookers, calmly watching the proceedings while their fate is decided. Nothing will come of this calculation. However quickly and discreetly they may have accomplished the counter-revolutionary work, Thanks to the Mamluka Congress of the Workers and Soldiers Councils, this was, and still is, a calculation lacking the decisive factor. That factor is the proletarian mass, the real bearer of the revolution and its socialist tasks. It is the masses which have to decide the course and the fate of the National Assembly. What happens in the National Assembly and what becomes of the National Assembly depends on the revolutionary activity of the masses. The most decisive factor is to be found in the action outside, 
which must hammer furiously on the doors of the counter-revolutionary parliament. But even the elections themselves, and the action of the revolutionary representatives of the mass in the National Assembly, must serve the cause of the revolution. Ruthless and vocal denunciation of all the tricks and ruses of the esteemed gathering, exposure to the masses of their counter-revolutionary labours at every stage, appeals to the masses to decide and to intervene, these are the tasks of participation in the National Assembly. The bourgeois gentlemen, headed by the Abert government, want to use the National Assembly to banish and paralyse class struggle and to sidestep revolutionary decisions. In defiance of this plan, the class struggle should storm into the National Assembly itself. It should use the elections and the deliberations of the National Assembly precisely in order to accelerate the revolutionary decision. We are approaching stormy times. Unemployment and economic conflicts will grow incessantly in the coming weeks and months. The great confrontation between capital and labour which carries within itself the future of the revolution and which permits of no other outcome than the destruction of capitalist class rule and the triumph of socialism, this confrontation will ensure that the mood and activity of the masses throughout the country will increase with every day that passes. According to the plan of Abert's people, the National Assembly is to act as a dam against this revolutionary flood. It is therefore a matter of directing that flood right into and through the midst of the National Assembly in order to sweep away that dam. Electoral activity and the forum of this counter-revolutionary parliament should become a means to educate, gather together and mobilise the revolutionary mass, a stage in the struggle for the establishment of proletarian dictatorship. The storming of the gates of the National Assembly by the masses, the clenched fist of the revolutionary proletariat, which rises up in the midst of the gathering, the waving of the banner, which proclaims in fiery letters, all power to the workers' and soldiers' councils, that is our participation in the National Assembly. Proletarians, comrades, to work. There is no time to lose. Today, the ruling classes still feel triumphant as a result of the victorious action of the ABEC government in the Congress of Councils. They await in expectation the 19th of January as the return of their unfettered class rule. Let them not celebrate too soon. The Ides of March have not yet passed, and not even the Ides of January. The future belongs to the revolution. Everything must be at its service including the elections to the National Assembly. Original, Die Wallen zur Nationalversammlung, Die Rotofana, Number 38, 23rd of December 1918. Translation, Stan Crook.